go, go to where the people are, is what he's really telling us to do. Don't wait, go. Don't debate or procrastinate, but go. And so go and teach. That's what he's, he's getting to in and, and, uh, verses 19. He says, go ye therefore and teach all nations. And you say, well, what does he want us to teach? Well, you know, that's, that's going to be really clear because he's going to uh, uh, teach, tell us very specifically that whatever you taught them, uh, from that whatever you taught them, now you can baptize them. And so he's, we're about to go into that whole teaching, but here's what's so important. If you go to Luke, I want you to go to Luke right now and look at Luke chapter 24, verse 49, because Really, at this point, before we finalize with this command in Matthew, there is another command in Luke. And he's going to tell them this before he gives them the ultimate final command. And that's what you have right here, uh, the command. Look at verse Luke 24, 49. It says, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. You see, <clears throat> the, the Lord, and I, and I really, I went back and forth between these books and between the Gospels trying to see what really took place for uh, first. And, and I believe with all my heart, he, what he's saying to them here, he's saying, look, I'm going to tell you, you need, you need something very desperately. He's, first of all, he said, pray, because pray lest you enter into temptation. Well, if we're not, if we enter into temptation, we're really not in much shape to be much good for God. If we're in sin, we're not in much shape to be much good for God. We're not going to accomplish a whole lot. We'll go out in hypocrisy if we go out because people, you know, look at, look, and that's what's hurting uh, Christianity even today. We've got so many people that, that, uh, that are presenting themselves, but, but they're entering into sin and then trying to spread the gospel. Folks, uh, you, a bad testimony really hurts the gospel. And so he says, pray, lest you enter into temptation. And then he comes here and he says, now, look, before I give you this final command, he, you know what he says? He said, first, watch and pray, be alert, pay attention, know what you're really here for, know where I'm going, know what I'm about to do, understand who you're talking to, understand what I want you to do, and, and, and pray with that understanding. And watch, and then he says, and watch, tarry. The Lord's ultimately saying, I'm about to give you a command, but again, we got too much going without the power. And the Lord says, I'm going to tell you to go, but before I tell you to go, tarry here till you be endued with power. You see, endued means to be clothed until you have put on the power from on high. To, to God actually just covers you. I, I pray, and I don't pray it as much as I, I used to. I used to almost, and I, I kind of change at times because I feel like sometimes I'll start to get repetitious in a sense. And, but I prayed for many, many years. I would say, Lord, bless me and fill me from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Fill me from the tips of my fingers to the tips of my toes. Lord, fill me my eyes, my ears, my nose, my mouth, my tongue, my mind, my heart. Fill me. And that's what he's saying. He's saying, 
Be clothed in the Spirit of God. Be covered in the Spirit of God. Now, these last three commands just entwined. They're all dependent of, upon the other. We must pray. Pray that we stay right with God. Pray that we be, we be endued with power from on high. And why? So we may go with power. So that we can go into a, a, a wicked world with the power of God as we go. Uh, again, we won't build the church today. I don't, I don't care what you do. You're not going to build the church today with, with, with all this program. You may get crowds, but we're not building the church. What's going to take to build the church is in building people, and you don't build people unless somehow we find and we have the Spirit of God. Right now, the Brown family in Africa, let me tell you, they are only being protected by the power of Almighty God. As I was even praying for them, the thought came into my mind, and forgive me, the thought came into my mind, oh my goodness, what could return one day from Africa? So, so spiritual giants could come back because they're learning what it really means to depend on God. Transformation. I'll be honest with you. you know, are Mike and Brooke and the boys perfect? No, but, but I've watched them be transformed in a world where they had to find God. We must pray. Then we must go. We must go. Go and teach as a clean vessel endued with power from on high. God is saying that it's vital that we have God's power. No, folks, it's vital that we, years and years, when I first went to Bible college, they were giving out little stickers that, that you put everywhere. It said, pray for power, pray for power. And, and I'll be honest with you, one of the places I feel like I sort of erred was the, that you prayed for something that you could have results. No, that's not what, what I, I came to the realization. No, I don't want that. I want the power of God so that I can know him, so I can know what he wants, so I can understand his word, so I can teach people, so I can help somebody. I can't do it in my flesh or my intellect. I just, I guess the question is, is Calvary, Calvary Baptist Church, are we ready to go and to teach? And we're not ready to go and to teach until we tarry, until we're endued on pow with power. I'll be honest with you, it's one of the reasons why I, uh, I'm having a prayer conference again and why I'm having fasting again. Because I, it's just too easy. Anybody, and they would testify, that you come back to this, this, this country, to, to America, it's, forgive me, it's hard to stay spiritual. It's hard to, to stay. There's so many things that are crying for your attention, so many things that have to be done, so much that has to be uh, performed and accomplished, so many uh, distractions. And, and listen, folks, we've got to be a people that, that said, that cried in their own heart and said, God, please, please help me to, to turn off all the distractions and tarry till I be endued with power. And if God comes, then 
of course, his command is to teach. And as I said, it's real clear what he's commanding to teach at this point because right after it, he says, and, and, and baptizing them. And so what he's saying to teach right now is salvation in Jesus Christ. Salvation in Christ alone. Uh, yeah, this, that's where we're to be teaching. Teach those who believe that Jesus commands them. Uh, teach them that they uh, need to be saved by grace through faith. And then teach them that Jesus commands them to be baptized once they're saved. You know, the truth is that he does. God commands it. Jesus commanded them to be baptized. Teach them that salvation can only come when someone is drawn to the Father by the Spirit through belief in Jesus Christ. So we're to teach them. Teach them salvation. Teach them about baptism. And, I, and I'm just going to throw these in. We do so many salvation scriptures, but, but I'm going to read off just a few baptism scriptures because I think it's important. Acts 8, 12 says, But when they believed... Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. You know what it says? When they believed, they got baptized. It says, it says this in Acts 2.41, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. In Acts 8.35, it says, Then Philip opened his mouth and began the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And they went on their way, and there came unto a certain water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. Listen, when you, get, when you, when you believe in Jesus... Then, you, then God says, it's time. Acts 16, 30, it says, And brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And, and they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all uh, that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, washed their stripes, and was baptized. And now, does baptiz baptism help them go to heaven? No. No, it doesn't help them go to heaven, but it's an act of obedience. And God said, why? He just said, listen, you really mean business with me? Then when you get saved and you know you're saved and trust in me, it's time to be baptized. It's just like putting on a wedding ring at, at, at the altar. It, it, you know, the, Lord's, the wedding ring doesn't make you saved, but, but it's going to make you have some problems if you, if you reject putting it on. Now, he said to teach, teach them salvation, teach them about baptism, and then verse 22, and teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world, he says, teach them that all power is with them always. That's one of the things that we're supposed to teach them. They've been saved, they've been baptized, now let's teach them that all power is with them always. There's nothing that you can't do for God if he wants you to do it. There's nothing that you can't change about your life if you're willing to submit to the Holy Spirit of God, submit to God's direction and his leadership. There's nothing that can't... Look, uh, again, Brother Allred here this morning, I mean, good. you've never seen two guys that, that came from any further than we came from. But you know what? There's nothing that God can't do. Now I'm beginning a new... And this is going to be sort of short tonight, but I believe this is what God wants to do. And so the Lord has been really working on me about this. And so what I'm, 
I'm doing, and, and I'm going to present to you tonight, I believe that God wants us to be a people of prayer. But watchful prayer. People that watch and pray. And that means sincere prayer. That means pouring out our heart to God. That means knowing who we're talking to and what we're talking to Him about. It's not just going through the motions in prayer. It's not just reciting it or getting, you know, just you're reading. Forgive me again. I, I'm for lists because they help me remember some things and some people. And I've got lists from years ago. And I've, I've got so many things answered prayers checked off on those lists. But I'm just telling you that you've got to periodically deviate from that. And there's times of prayer where you've got to deviate from that and just talk to the Lord. And, and even ask the Lord, what do you want me to pray about? What do you want to talk about? What do we need to do? But we need to pray. We need to be watchful in prayer. And then, and then we, we need to, to have a, 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 in our prayer and in our life that we need to be seeking God, that His power would be upon us, that we would be filled with His presence, that we'd be engulfed in His presence so that we have power when we go out. And then what's the power for? What 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 what? Why would God do us with power? But he's going to get ready to tell us we got to go. You got to go do something. And so we go and teach and baptize and teach. And that second teach, of course, is what we've been talking about for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and months. It is the fact that we, I believe that it's, it's these 40-some-odd uh, commands of Christ. He wants us to teach them, whatsoever I have commanded you. So, I've been really debating on this, and, 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 but I, I'm going to, we're going to start a new outreach strategy, so to speak. Because I want to find a way that everybody in this room would find something to get involved in to make a difference in somebody else's life. So I'm creating some teams. I've got sign-up sheets right here for these teams. And I'm going to give you what they are, and you can be thinking about what these teams are. There's going to be a member appreciation team. A member appreciation team, let me just... Read to you what I wrote down uh, as far as the member appreciation. The member appreciation team, the purpose is to visit and contact every member of our church a minimum of twice a year. Take some homemade goodie by their home, write them a special note, birthday card, something, make one, and then while you go to see them, make one visit to some neighbor that they have. That's just a membership. You know what that means? That means somewhere during the year, somebody's going to come visit me about church. You know, and bring some cookies too. That's right. You know, and, and look, let me just tell you, anybody in this room could do that. There's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be nervous about. And look, it's, it's, it's something that, that, honestly, you could sign up or you do. The, I've got a, I'm doing a, 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 a next one, and I'm going to do it by this. It said, I'm, I want to do a sick and shut-in team. And the purpose is to visit and contact uh, any member who is sick 
uh, the week they miss church for illness. We find, you find out that anybody that's ill, anybody that's not well, anybody that's not doing well, and maybe somebody that's uh, you know, like Miss Lynn that's been set, uh, laid up for, for months now, really just not just weeks but months, take some homemade goodie by them, maybe soup, maybe a meal, maybe they got the flu, but you go by, the, by their home, write them a special note. You know, just uh, make sure that somehow they know that they're cared about. And every week it's going to be, look, we, almost every week, we got somebody sick. And you may say, well, they don't want anybody to come in. That doesn't keep you from mailing a card or taking it by or, or dropping it at the door or texting them at least. There's the, the next team would be this, the new prospect team. That's to systematically cover areas, knocking on doors, handing out tracts, looking for creative ways to reach the community for Christ. Truthfully, that's what the truck or treat is. It's a creative way to reach the community for Christ. It's just some way that we're going to draw them to us and we're going to talk to them. Because we knock on a lot of their doors. And, and recently, you know, this past uh, Saturday, we, uh, Arthur and I took a, took a street, and I, we probably had 90% of the people open their door to us. And actually, we're even kind. Everybody really is kind, except for the one rich street we went to. Now, we're going to have a visitor follow-up team. And including that would be the, you know, maybe even our, our food pantry, people that come visit about that, or people come visit our church, uh, people that come in, any, any contact that they, somehow we come in contact with them as a church to visit, contact every visitor the week that they visit, take some homemade goodie by their home. And I'm talking about not, you know, a dozen, you know, even if you did three, you know, you made a dozen cookies and go to three families and, and, and did four cookies at each home, you know, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Make one additional visit to the neighbor near them, and then I'm going to, then I, I think a new bus route team, and, and by that, I, I, the purpose is to coordinate with a, with a new prospect team and gather prospects to work toward a permanent driver for the route and to organize specific area visitation of a new route. Now, all that, you can just, you could pick out one of those one of those teams. Now, I'm, I've got a system for us. I know this is kind of a little bit different service, but it's all home folks, and I think it's, it's just as good a time as any to do this because I, this is following the command. And what I'm trying to do is find a way that all of us, you know, you will be happier and more at peace with yourself if you somehow obey the command. God didn't detail how to do all of this. He just said to go do it. Just go do it. And we've got different ministries. We've got the bus route. We've got the, the, the nursing home and, and, uh, that they're doing. You know what? That, there's, that's an outreach going out to people to, to try to be a blessing, encouragement to them. Not everybody needs to be saved. Not every Because some of them are already saved. Sometimes it's just being encouragement to people who already are. That's why we have our, our member appreciation team. You know what? It, it, we need to make sure everybody in the church still feels like they're cared about. Because sometimes even, watch this, sometimes you, even when you come every week, you can start to be lonely in a crowd. So here's the way in which, a little bit of the way in which I want to do it, 
And uh, hold on, because it's going to be a little <laughs> uh, unique. But the second and fourth Saturday of each month, my wife and I will meet with anyone who has not signed up for a team or is signed up for a team and would like to go visiting with us. Second and fourth Saturday of each month. If you're not on a team and, and you uh, want to come visit with us, or if you're on a team and you want to do something additional on Saturday, that's fine. Or if your team decides this Saturday morning is when they're going to visit and go make these visits, then you know, love for you to come at 10 o'clock and let's get together and we'll have a, a time together to do that. Uh, the third Saturday of the, each month, we will all meet, every, all the teams, everybody. Well, I, I'm, I'm asking everybody to meet here for Saturation Saturday. We'll have a breakfast that morning. We'll meet all, you know, I say a breakfast, you know, have some little something to eat, some coffee and, and whatever Linda makes. And so um, <clears throat> we'll have it all out there. And, and we're going to have Saturation Saturday. We'll have a, an area picked out. And, and everybody's going to load up on the bus, go to that area, and we're going to try to cover the, 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 as much as that area that we possibly can. And now, hold on here. Then you said the, the first Saturday morning of each month, there'll be no meeting. What I'm doing, and I've talked to some other pastors about this, and, and we're going to do... What I preach about and what I teach about, it's going to be Family Saturday. Family Saturday, the first Saturday of each month. There'll be no meeting. One, to give your family a full Saturday to do whatever you want to do, to be together. In my case, it may be mowing the lawn. No, truth is, every Saturday, you know, we're going to be going anyway. Joe Beth and I will go back out and visit anyway. But, but the rest of it, there will be no meeting. Number two, hope. Our hope is that, there will, that the teams will be making contacts throughout the week in your area of responsibility. The fact that we don't, you know, all this, we, we get so focused it all has to be on Saturday. It doesn't. That's the purpose of this team. This team means you, if you maybe you got three people to sign up for the team and, and, and we'll, we'll kind of designate a leader of that team and that doesn't have to last. It could change every month. The leader could just rotate every month. But that you just decide, okay, what's best for us? Or we, well, you know, our team would like to meet on Tuesday morning or our team would like to meet on uh, Thursday night or our team would, would like to meet. Well, you can do that. If your team wants to meet on Saturday morning, praise God, you know, just... To come on. Now, but the issue is we still need to make some contacts. Either it's by texting or it's by phone or it's by somehow we need to make contact with the people. Number three, each team may choose to meet any time during the week and complete their visits any day of the week. Number four, Sunday night after each service, we'll have a brief team meeting for updates, prayer, and praises. So all the teams, everybody that's part of the team, I'm just going to look and say, who's the leader of the membership team? And I'll say, what we got? And they'll say, you know what? 
we made the visits. We saw, you know, four of our, our people, and, and we had great visits. We, we, you know, we took over, uh, you know, cookies to each one of them, and, man, it was a blessing because, you know, truth is, when we got there, you know, this, or we met this neighbor, and it, it just, we're going to take a, just a, a little bit of, it's not going to be long, but just going to take a time of praise and testimony. Now, you can sign up for a team to help. You can sign up for more than one team. But I'd just love for you to, look, I'm trying to find some way that you'll feel like I'm doing what God wanted me to do. Because the truth is, I know, you know, to go walking, especially in the, in the heat, uh, down the street from house to house, that's, that's a little bit tough sometimes. I know that if you've never witnessed to somebody, you think we're well, going out here and we're going to try to win people to Christ. And I don't know how to do that. I don't know what to do, and I'm scared to death of that. Uh, you may feel like, wow, you know, I, I'm scared to death just to go, uh, you know, because, man, I don't know where I'm going, and I don't know these neighborhoods, and I don't know what I'm You may feel like, listen, somebody, everybody could do something in what I've just put out is it a perfect system? No. I'm sure it's not. But I believe it'll afford us. And, and, you know, I'll be honest with you. All of us need encouragement. And I'm looking for some way that we can get to everybody that comes through that door. That somewhere during the week, they'll know Part of the reason that, that I'm doing what I'm doing right now with, with our attendance is because I know that there are people that are gone for a week or two that I don't know it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a human being and I can just say, hey, how can I just know, how, how can I know that everybody, I mean, sure I should, but I'm a human being. But can I tell you, I also know that when you're that person, it's, a, it's really encouraging to know that somebody missed you. And can I tell you, we did miss you. We really did. So I'm just going to ask tonight. That's our kind of our invitation tonight. I'm going to send these papers, Mike, if you take them to him, put them on the counter in the back. I'm not going to ask you to come up front because, you know, the truth is, you know, somebody feel like, oh, well, my goodness, i got to walk up here and at least fake it. Um, I'm not doing that. I'm going to put them on the back counter, and they'll just be spread out there. I would love for you to think about it and put your name on one of these lists. It won't be out just tonight, but, but I'd love for you to do it tonight. That'll help me to start uh, considering, you know, what direction we can go further. Amen? So what are we going to do tonight? I want you two things. Well, one, I lost him. Where'd Arthur go? Oh, there he is. Are you ready? Okay, but John's not here. Would you help Arthur? Show him where the stuff is. Arthur's going to be baptized tonight, folks. Amen. Praise the Lord.
Arthur said, he this morning, he said, he said, Brother Hooker, I, he said, I'm, I'm embarrassed. He said, because people know I've been baptized. And, and Arthur was really battling over salvation. And so we, Brother Hopper and I, spent probably about, I don't know, 40 minutes with him the other night, and we went through it line upon line. And I, we got to a point, and Arthur looked, and he said, then it's all about him and none of me. And I said, yeah, buddy, you got it. It's all him, none of me. And so um, he's, he got his, got his settled about his salvation and going to be baptized tonight. I'm going to, while I go get ready, I'd love for us to take just a few moments of prayer. And here's what I want to pray. I want us to pray, God, I need to know you. I need to have your power because I want to go, but I need to go clothed in your power. And then secondly, I'd like for you to ask the Lord, what team would you have me be a part of? Which one should I be a part of? How can I best use my talents, my abilities? You know, every one of those that says, take some goodies. If you're a lady that can, really knows how to make cookies and some kind of good, well, let, you know what? That'd be a great team. Whatever one of those teams is, it'd be a great team for you to be a part of. Because that would be a huge help if you could do, just do that. You know, one church I went to that they, every visitor had a lady that made an apple pie for every visitor. I'm going to go back and visit. While we stand, and uh, Brooke, if you could go to the piano. We're just going to stand. I'm going to get ready, but maybe we take a few moments just to have prayer that way. Father, I pray that you bless. Lord Jesus, please help us. Lord, we want to do your will, and we've, we've studied your commands. We've gone through this, but Lord, we need your power. We need your, your, just to be clothed in your presence as we go as we try to make a difference in the lives of the people. Please bless us now and bless our invitation as she plays if you'd like to go.
Well, if you want to look up at me, we've got Arthur here, and as I said, we we really uh, we took quite a bit of time, and and uh, Arthur just went away with a smile in front of his face because we went through this thing detail upon detail and made sure about it. And I I said it's settled forever just here a second ago, and he said, "Yes, sir." I think he said, "Absolutely." So, Absolutely. <laughs> so. Arthur's now going to be baptized.